Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Plane Podcast Network. It is hashtag RPG at day 2018. Now the fifth year, this August, we're again asking tabletop role players everywhere to tweet, blog, YouTube, Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook their hashtag RPG a day answers to celebrate everything cool, memorable, and amazing about our hobby. Woohoo! And we got a couple new voices on, which will be nice. Some that we haven't heard in forever, Sandy. Yeah. Even though you have a cult following in Scion still. Oh, yes, yes. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. He kept pushing me (laughs) to use my mind. (laughs) And then she scared everyone in the house. And we're like, oh, my freaking God. She took it to a dark place. (laughs) He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have asked. So uh, for August the 8th, the question is, how can we get more people playing? Oh. That's um, a good question. That's a good question, isn't it? Should, we should introduce ourselves. We, yes. we should. So go around okay. the table and introduce yourself. My name is Kelly. Um, and uh, I would say one of the best ways that I find is when the local game stores have, like, one shots for new players to learn new systems you know like with the The game days yeah um i think that really helps because people who who are like want to try it but have never done it they'll feel more comfortable you know and it's like not feel pressured to like oh well everybody's already in a group Mm -hmm. you know and if you have these one shots or literally saying hey this is in, you know, learning this in an introductory system, I think that will garner more new people than just That's going down one. to the game store or you know, because it's kind of it's hard for especially if you're new to find a uh-huh. group to find the nerve to like you know jump in. Um, it can be intimidating. So having that type of uh, specifically geared event. For new people, will make them more comfortable. That's a good one. So you heard that, game stores. Have more game days. <laughs> Bribe more GMs to come run the game days for you. Woo-hoo. So, Sandy, you're next. You have any suggestions to how to get more people Introduce to play? Introduce yourself, and how would you recommend to get more people to play RPGs? Um, my 
My name is Sandy, and I would have like a game night where you have a group of friends over, and you might invite somebody new, you know, so that it's, you know, not as intimidating. You're not out there in the public, so if you mess up, plus serve mucho drinks get them drunk <laughs> much less inhibited unless they're not allowed to drink they're too young then I would say top them up on candy the illegal addiction sugar the other way yeah 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 no no I think you know doing it at home is um, less intimidating for some people and you know then you can have fun in a safe setting. That that's a good one too. Okay. So invite a new person game night. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, a lot of uh, have the same group all the time, but uh -huh. maybe invite somebody's child with them. You oh, know, see, that's a good one. Them, you know, start them involved. early. Yeah, start, start them early. Start them early. Start them yeah. early in RPGs yep. and sugar. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew. The gateway drug. <laughs> you ain't got any Mountain Dew. <laughs> For those yeah, who've seen yeah. that movie. That would be good. Um, hey, also, D&D &D yes. is good for learning math skills. Yep. Yes, that's true. They, yep. That Evie. yep. Evie, it's your turn. Don't forget to introduce yourself. I'm Evie. I'm Skyping in. And Evie, you are a maker extraordinaire, a crafter, a steampunk. Where can you be found online? Where can I be found online? I can be found at steamsistersexhibits.com is where we have our, our booth, um, where we sell stuff. I've just been changing stuff over and product over. Some things are on, some things are not, but it's always changing. Um, I was really lucky that I get to start doing it by playing with a bunch of experienced gamers that are willing to train a newbie. That's mm -hmm. right, you were new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's she's yeah. very new to it. Her half I'm very new to it, I'm still learning. Um, I'm, I'm really lucky that I, I was brought in by some freaks. So maybe a good way to get new people involved in it is to be open to having a new person for each adventure to teach them how to play. And to help protect them while they're really young and new and and level one and all that crap. <laughs> gotta, gotta help shepherd them along. Bring bring people in. Yeah. You know, I think if, if you bring four or five people into D and D, you should get a free toaster. <laughs> oh, there you go. Man, Jim, so, you like the idea of having uh, game stores have an intro night? That's really good. And, and have a, a, if game stores have like a, a bulletin board of gamers that are looking for games to join or groups to join, that would also be good. I know my son's been having a really hard time finding a group to play with. Mm. And there's not a whole lot of game stores down near him in Oceanside. And, and he's been having a hard time finding people. And he was very upset that I'm Skyping into a game without him. Oh, <laughs> well, you know. I go, honey, we can only Skype one person in at a time, and you're in Oceanside, you'd have to Skype in too. 
Yeah. You know, there there is this thing called Roll20. It's a virtual tabletop where Jocelyn could wear her headphones and play. You could wear your headphones and play. Kelly could probably steal Sandy's computer and play. And we could actually play online. I've heard about that one, about that particular game, uh, of the online game. Uh-huh. And that it doesn't work quite the same. I know Shay plays on it. Um, I prefer to roll my dice. I mean, the thing... The thing about Roll20 is I think it would be fun occasionally, but mm. I'm For still... a dedicated game, it's better to have that interaction. I still love our nights together when we drink and eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, isn't a big part of the whole gaming thing, just getting together with a bunch of friends. Uh-huh. Right. It's the social aspect. It's the that's social a, aspect. That's a huge part of role-playing games, which yes. makes them far superior to any MMORPG out there. Mm-hmm. I have a needle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have one greasy that. hand and a soda in the other. Okay, starting in to hang with my friends for an evening every couple weeks is the best. Yeah. Because it's a long ass drive. It is a yeah. long ass drive. Yeah. It's a bit of a drive between Tucson and San Diego. No, she's in oh, She's Burbank. even further. Yeah, Burbank. She's even further. It's longer between Tucson and Burbank. So, yeah. So if anyone from Oceanside is listening to this podcast episode, please shoot us your contact information. We'll pass you along to Evie's son. Boom. Yes. Woo! Like that. Woo! Nice. Now, Which... he doesn't particularly like 5th edition. He thinks it's too simple. Oh. Uh, well, see, that's kind of what 5th edition was meant to be, though. It was more of a more fluid and generic D&D rather than 3.5, which was super right. specific. Honestly... Honestly, I think the 5.0, from talking with Robert, it makes sense because it's a good introductory one because uh-huh. a lot of the mathematics is done for you. Yeah. Also, it encourages role-playing, which yes, I think which is I love. rad. Because all the old versions yeah. don't have that inspiration idea, which is which is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that inspiration thing has saved my bacon a couple of times. Ditto. Okay, so, so I guess me? Your turn, yeah. All right. So, hey everybody, my name is Jocelyn, and um, I'm a performer and uh, costume maker outside of doing all this with the gang. Um, You can find my work on the Patreon backslash Madame Askew. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Madame Askew. I perform all over the Southwest and into Canada, and... um, what will your next event be, Madam Eskew? Oh my gosh. So, up very next, we are doing an event in Bisbee, Arizona, a Steampunk Weekend Invasion. Um, and I believe I'll be hosting an afternoon tea in the mountains and uh, reading tipsy. Well, I'll be reading tea leaves, but we'll all probably be. inebriated. Well, into our cups. Into our cups at the time. <laughs> So um, that's fun, and that's coming up. And then immediately, well, not immediately after that, but in September, I go to the Grand Canadian Steampunk Expedition, which is exposition, which is a fantastic steampunk convention um, in the um, Niagara-on-the-Lake, Fort George area. Yay! Which that's gonna that's be awesome. Mom's old stomping ground. Yeah, yeah, it's yes, yes, it's yeah. Western New York and... Uh, she flies Canada. into Buffalo, basically, yeah. and crosses yeah. the border. From uh, 
Yeah, yeah very, I, very nice. Nice summers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah, so. yeah. Even so when they're having a heat wave. Even yeah. when they're having yes, a heat wave. Yeah, yeah. Which they were last year when I was there. So <laughs> It is beautiful up there. Knock on wood. There's standing water. There's, like, water in this really big river that ends in a, a falls. Yes, yes. Actual <laughs> water in a river. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, no, it's happening all the time. And a big <laughs> lake. Not and just a, a pond. A lake. <laughs> a lake. And those waterfalls are pretty significant. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, that's me. And um, of all of us tonight at the table, I'm definitely drinking the most rum. Um, well, you don't have to drive. I don't have to drive, and I've I've been working hard all day. You've been ruffling. I've been ruffling. Yes. You might catch up to you, Josh. Yeah, no, good. And you're ruffling. Um, yes. So I I really like what everybody has said about getting new people engaged, welcoming new people. One of the things I think is so important because I experienced the opposite of welcome when I first wanted to role play. Um, is that people will tell you you can't for some reason. They're real gatekeepers in the negative sense of that. Particularly if you have boobs. Yes. So I think it's really important to embrace the idea of being a tour guide um, instead of a gatekeeper. I talk about that a lot when I'm discussing steampunk and welcoming new people to the steampunk community or any geekdom or fandom I think it's important to have the information, the resources, the history, the culture, all of that information ready to share with a newcomer, but to do it in a way that's welcoming and not intimidating by saying, you should already know this before you can even be part of the community. How do you learn about a game or a fandom if you aren't welcomed into the community? A space in which you can learn. So I try to be a tour guide. I feel really fortunate that all of my friends I've gotten to play with um, to do D&D &D and other tabletop games uh, as an adult have been really welcoming to me and have, you know, shown me the sights rather than telling me, you know, how since I didn't understand Thacko, I couldn't possibly uh -huh. play <laughs> Thacko. Nobody understands Thacko. I mean, no I, matter what they said. I, I've known some people who might understand Thacko. They're also rocket scientists. Yeah, so. A few mathematicians in that bunch. Yeah, I may have dated some people who really love math. Um, so I, I like to be the force of welcome in a group. And... I think that's the biggest thing is when someone new asks you about playing with you to not drive them away. It's one thing to say, my gosh, you know, I'd love to have you play, but my group is really full, mm -hmm. which is legit. You know, I have played Dungeons and Dragons with a group of like 12 people at the table. That's, and that's painful. It took like an hour to do one round yeah. of combat. It was insanity. <laughs> um, so never again. <laughs> and uh, poor Dungeon Master, my gosh, he was definitely not thrilled with that situation. And rightly so. It was really difficult. But, but outside of those scenarios where you just don't have room, then give people a chance. To participate and even when you don't have room in your group there's a way to say no that isn't turning someone away because they're new mm -hmm. yeah. 
there's 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 no and then there's not right now there's no and then there's yeah. i'd love to see you play my group is full here are some resources mm -hmm. yeah. you know in, in response to the gatekeepers and stuff uh, at the renaissance fair in, in big bear and i've been working for the last four weeks and our last weekend is coming up most of the players that i've been talking with and dms are women so oh, that's awesome. That's a sign that the boys club thing is kind of ending. And Which it, it that, is. That it is. is a great it thing. is starting to. You know what? We girls have some fantasy shit going on. Well, hey. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but yes. Yes, yeah. we do have uh, some fantasy things going on. All I got to say is it's, it's, it's weird for me because I grew up having gals in my gaming groups. There was no division, but I. I understand with, with gaming with other groups and things how that can definitely happen. And Fiona is saying Happy Cat Day. International, International cat, cat Day. Yep, International Cat Day. Hi. Hello, Fiona. Hello, Fiona. Hello, Fiona. And uh, I, 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 this is Jim, by the way. And I agree with you. The best way to get new people in the game, especially as a GM who's got now got two new campaign groups starting <laughs> because I threw a couple one-shots one that they immediately said, So when are we gaming next? And, oh, and it's Jim. funny how that happens. It's funny how that happens. But uh, I would say to get new people in the uh, the hobby is actually invite them when they are curious. Take that five minutes to tell your group, "Hey guys, we got to stop. I got to talk to this person real quick who's interested but doesn't want to. You know, they're they're scared but they want to know. You right. know, because a lot of times at the game store when we do open gaming tables like like the Sunday mm -hmm. Star Wars game. We always have somebody that pokes their head in, and we're like, you know, immediately inviting them. No, ask questions. We can take a few well, minutes. Remember when we had uh, when we were doing our Saturday morning game at the Mental Ward? Uh, this guy comes gadgets. in, you know, and it's like, it's like I'm meeting a dungeon a group, you know, like what he'd never met them before. So it's like, yeah, you can sit down and watch, you know, watch us play. Yep. He actually then found his group later that day. They later that up. day, but. Instead of joining them, came back to watch our group because he thought we were so entertaining. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and then he started playing with us. Yeah, I mean, you can always throw that out there. Like with the Star Wars games, I've been running some one shots at the store with. I actually offered if you want to like sit down, you can play an NPC droid at the very least. You can blend in for one game and see how the game works. And and definitely, even though this is about getting new people into it, try different gaming groups because not every gaming group is exactly the same. No, it you is. might be more comfortable yeah. with right. a different one, but... It's yeah. like every fandom, try. Try different things. And try different games because not every player is for every game. And not yeah. every game is for every yeah, player. That's yeah. true. Well, plus I, like, I like Scion much better than I did Dungeons & Dragons. Sorry. It's okay. No, no. It's, <laughs> no. it's, it's, it's <laughs> opinion. You are allowed to do it. No, no. I like, I like Scion the Scion. You're, you're no, talking one. to four people yeah. that like Scion yeah, a lot. Yeah, I love yeah. Scion. I really enjoyed that one. I'm a White Wolf girl. You know, that's like my system that I love so much. So. Because White it's Wolf a great... So, uh -huh. It's a great... It's that whole storyteller system yeah well i i really uh enjoy hi that. fiona but i would definitely say inv in invite people to play is a great way of you know basically let people know that you're open to run games for them mm -hmm. as a gm mm -hmm. i mean it's 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 work but but definitely be open to inviting new people to game because you never know what friends you're going to make for life Mm -hmm. And you never know what new GMs you might actually invite to your table, and they're like, "I don't like playing, but I like running the game better." 
right? for more narrative control. Well, and or the illusion of that at least. That speaks to like how do you get new people, new GMs? Yeah, and it's just like yeah, that, that invite that's people the to give it a try. Huh? And if you, I think if you've been a player for a while, it's intimidating being a GM. Mm-hmm. Like, give it a try. Do a one shot. Like yeah. I was really nervous the first time I agreed to be a GM. I was positive that everybody would judge me. Maybe they did, but they didn't say anything. And everybody had fun, so it worked out. Yeah, pretty much every GM has that insecurity of, I don't want to suck. Or, my idea is not cool enough. Or, oh man, they're, they're going to they're gonna judge She's every time I pub a rule. But you know what, as a GM, Careful you, you learn to just not give a crap. <laughs> And, and put on as good a game or a show as you can. I well, think as long as people are having fun. That's the important thing. Is what really matters. And also, mm-hmm. if you know if you know that this person is a brand new GM, and you know what, and then they ask you uh, for suggestions, be helpful, you know, give positive, constructive. constructive feedback. Don't just say, well, I didn't like this. You know... Yeah. Basically, be nice. You know, we want to encourage more people to uh, GM. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know. Give them that free dose of crap to start with. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Character yeah. background is great for GMs. And also, like, if you want to get new people playing, then you may have to take the, the chance on being a new GM yeah. to make a new group for your friends who are new to playing. Because there are limited groups, and there are limited GMs, so you may have to start your own group to introduce new people. And and pretty much in closing, I'll have to say, the best way to invite new players is to talk about gaming, to talk about how cool gaming is. Mm -hmm. Because when you tell people, hey, I game, all of a sudden you'll be at work with a game book on your desk, and somebody will say, oh, you role play? And it's amazing the kind of friendships you can make, you know, with coworkers and friends at school and things when you real they realize you play too. Because part of our hobby for a long time there during the whole dark ages was a very closeted basement thing because people were judged as uh, as Evie has her player's handbook out. Aww. You got a yeah. player's handbook. Congratulations. Oh my god, you got your first player's handbook. Special moment in a girl's life. It is. Yes. But you're right. There was a stigmatism of, yeah. uh, 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 was... um, a, uh, attached to paper gaming. Uh-huh. Right. It was like, oh, well, you know, you'll be this that virgin that will never have yeah. a girlfriend for their entire life because they were all guys. Yeah. That's part of the stigma. You know, even Stranger like... Things broke that stigma. Yeah. They put a girl at the gaming table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From a certain point of view. But, uh,. <laughs> does not hurt to have a girl yeah. gamer. So now, oh, no. piece of media. So now it's like, you know, and patience. Yeah. Patience Always be patient with new players. people asking questions. Because we were all new at something once. And that's one thing I do know in a lot of gaming groups. A lot of folks don't have patience for the new person at the table. Always be patient with the new person because once they feel comfortable, you'll be amazed what a badass role player they can become. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you're not patient... They'll just go on to another group. Yeah. Or they won't game anymore. Yeah, yeah. and that's sad. Yeah. If you break yeah. a gamer's heart, that's a sad thing. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. sad. Oh, there's yeah. a special hell for people who break gamers' hearts. Yeah. There's a special we'll D4 that game. people who break those hearts step on and hurts <laughs> them. Because D4s stab you to your soul. Yes. They're the cal- Soul? S-O-L-E? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Kate couldn't resist. Yeah, you're welcome. It was a good setup there. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So I hope I hope that helps. We've all given you great ideas on how to invite new players. Also include, you know, your your boyfriends, girlfriends, mm -hmm. kid sister, kid brother, grandparents, grandparents, grandparents. yeah, your mother, your mother, yeah, your mother, because somebody be even badass. Because in Ragnarok and Roll, someone even invited their mother to role play. Yeah. <laughs> and she's one of the scariest characters on that boat. Yes, she was. We have to do more Scion. Just saying. Yes. I'm just going to throw yeah. that out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's going to wrap up. How can we get more people playing for August the 8th? Because they're cephalopods, and cephalopods make people happy. Yes. yes. It's true. It's true. I have to make a custom tentacle for someone. Oh. Specific colors, so I have to finish that up tomorrow. Nice. Because you are super, super crafty with your custom buttons. That can be found I where? I, I keep telling people, it's like, yeah, you work hard on putting together your costume presents, and then you put ordinary boring buttons on them. Yeah, Evie, why don't you give us the location of your online store? Basically, if you go to www.zibbet.com forward slash Steam Systems, S-T-E-A-M-S-I-S-T-A-S, you'll come up to our stuff. And after this weekend, I will be actually posting all these buttons. Octopus buttons, hopefully dragon buttons and medallions, um, dice, bolts, screws, gears, and tentacles. Yay! And dragon tails and mermaid tails. Mermaid tails. Cool. Yes. I've just been tooling my first ever mermaid tails to take with me up to Big Bear Renaissance Fair. Nice. California. This weekend coming up is the last weekend of the Big Bear Renaissance Fair. We do have a booth up there, and we're doing the kids' craft area. Um, it's a very small fair. It's quite lovely, and it's about 20 degrees cooler up in the mountains than it is down here. So if you're in California, please come on up. Saturday and Sunday. Big Bear, California. Mm -hmm. Always a good yeah. Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a dungeon crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so. Dungeoncrate.com. Let the adventure begin. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, 
and Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. So, so Evie, we have a question. Okay. Where can people buy your buttons online? You have an Etsy store? Oh, we've got a Zibit store. What's a Zibit? I've never heard of that. What is that? It, it's like Etsy used to be before they started letting people who do like resale stuff and mm. sell on Etsy. So it's a craft. So it's Etsy. all makers. It's all it's all maker stuff. It's stuff what? Like that. Have you guys considered Artfire? What? Artfire is like Etsy before Etsy became more commercial too. Um, I don't know. I, I, Renee looked at several different places before we just decided on this. Okay. So we do have a Zibit store. I don't have pictures and stuff on there because my stuff has changed so rapidly. Right. But the buttons are going to be hitting there. Good. After this run through. Excellent. I'm a hey. little drunk. This is going to be super fun. Now, are you recording this to play it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We've been actually recording quite a bit. I'll have to edit that out. So uh, something I do want to let you guys all know. You guys know who Joe uh, Magdaleno is, right? I'll see it from True Blood. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. And also from uh, Magic Magic Mike. Mike. Yeah. He's actually starting a company called Death Save. It's a geek and gamer clothing line. So if you do get a chance, by the way, he is in California, and his his basement is apparently like the geek D&D player's mecca, where he got a bunch of really cool things like a giant beholder head, dragon heads in his basement. Oh my god, that is so awesome. He's even hotter now. I'm like, boy, he went from pretty hot to fucking hey. sexy. For the record, his highest level character. Do you remember the TV show? El Siege from True Blood. I didn't watch True Blood. Oh. I read the books. Well, well look at the picture. The you've seen him. And, well. You've seen him and stuff. Do you ever see uh, Magic Mike? Yeah, I he seen is hot. He is well, hot. Uh, apparently so his current character and highest level character is a fifth edition Dragonborn Paladin. Oh, nice. So uh, I That's... thought that was interesting. A little interview that came out there, oh. adding more to the geek culture. Excellent. Like uh, Vin Diesel was okay, so much sexier. About and shit, yeah. When you, you ladies are out here, you should go with me to. Jennifer's house, because you can see the dragon heads that, uh, uh, they Yeah. No, I mean, I think we'd be down for visiting Jennifer's house. I, I, I want pictures in there. Possible. Uh, it's cool, because they've got, they've got, like, bronzes and stuff that were once that, that Rob sculpted himself. Nice. Yeah. I love how we're all crafting while doing this. Yes. You weird crafters. I you. Yeah. It's witchcraft, I tell you. It's witchcraft. Well, and, yeah, I mean, we have to too, Evie, but yeah. t- time is of an essence, and it's been a long, hot, hard summer. Yes, it has definitely yeah. been a hot summer. So, Jim, you better start us out on yep. introductions yes. and a question. I- I'm pulling uh, it up right now. Because otherwise, I think we're just going to keep going. Okay. Chitty, chatty, chitty, chatty.